streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Kiss the Future. New documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. Today on the Online Enquirer podcast, let's talk some basketball again, shall we? Only this time, Illini women's basketball, as Shauna Green has just pulled off a fantastic first season i think better than anybody expected including herself and we dive into that with shauna green herself she was kind enough as she prepares for the postseason as illinois starts big 10 tournament play on thursday usually they've been a wednesday fixture in that tournament but they're playing in thursday of the big 10 tournament as they are the number six seed after tying for fifth place in the big 10 as illinois goes 21 and 8 overall best season for Illinois women's basketball regular season in more than two and a half decades and they finish tied for fifth in the Big Ten at 11 and seven overall first time Illinois finished top five in the Big Ten in more than 10 years uh, and 11 wins in the Big Ten is the long bit best in more than two decades so uh, unbelievable first season I mean you put it into context the Nancy Fay era Illinois won seven Big Ten games in five seasons Shauna Green did that by the time they got to mid-February. Pretty ridiculous first season. And we dive into and reflect on the first year, how this happened, why this happened, and what it means for them is they go into a selection Sunday where they should make the NCAA tournament for the first time in 20 years. I was a sophomore in high school uh, when Illinois women's basketball under Teresa Grentz last made the NCAA tournament. It's been 10 years since Illinois has played in even a postseason tournament, the WNIT and Matt Bolant's first year. So what she is doing is historic. No, it did not lead to Big Ten Women's Basketball Coach of the Year. She was deserving, and I bring that up with her. Uh, But Terry Moran at Indiana is deserving as well. I, I expected Terry Moran to win, and she did. I don't know what the vote total was. But when you look at what she did at Indiana, kind of what Sean is trying to do at Illinois, turning Indiana, which was a Big Ten bottom-dwelling team year after year after year, into a Big Ten champion for the first time in 40 years, a number two overall team in the country, likely number one seed going into the NCAA tournament. Terry Moran was very deserving. It's like if Brad Underwood won the Big Ten in a loaded Big Ten, which the Big Ten women's basketball was loaded, Uh, and then the fifth-place team because they were projected not to win many games, um, or sixth-place team, whatever it is, that coach won. I think Illinois fans would be upset about that. Um, So just to put it in in the other shoes. But Shauna, very much, if it wasn't for Terry Moran, would have been the Big Ten women's uh, basketball coach of the year. And, And we all know what she was able to do this year is pretty unbelievable because we're talking about Illinois women's basketball. We haven't done that much uh, on this podcast over the years we've done this podcast, but Shauna's 
been kind enough to join us multiple times uh, on this podcast. And, and she's done a fantastic job of getting people to believe in her program, both uh, internally with the players playing well. She's obviously a very, very good coach, uh, but also getting the outsiders to believe, getting people to show up for games, five, 6,000 fans at times showing up to games late in the season. Uh, Illinois fans will support a winner, and boy, Illinois women's basketball quickly has turned into a winner. And we talk about it all with Shauna Green, Alina women's basketball coach. Joey Wagner and I chat with, I'm guaranteeing the runner-up of Big Ten Coach of the Year uh, and up for national awards as well. Shauna Green, Alina women's basketball coach, with a fantastic chat with her coming up next on the Alina Inquirer podcast. On May 23rd, I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not going to survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd, only on Paramount Plus. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. All right, happy to have on, appreciate her time, Shauna Green, Alina women's basketball coach. After a fantastic season, Shauna, appreciate the time, especially as you guys get ready for postseason play. No, no problem. Love love jumping on with you. And, and yeah, we're getting uh, getting prepared for practice in a couple hours, and then we're heading out right after that to, to Minneapolis. Well, it's, it's almost March, right? We're, we're a day away from March, and, and we want to look ahead to this postseason because we're so excited around here that, that Illinois wins basketball has is the postseason to really get excited about. Uh, but can humor us and look back, be a little retrospective about, about this season because 21 and 8, 11 and 7 in the Big Ten. Shauna, that just hasn't happened around here for a really long time. So, how did it happen? Why did it happen with this group? You know, first off, just uh, our players. You know, our players have been unbelievable and, and, our staff, everyone from day one, you know, when, when we got this job of just laying the groundwork, starting, you know, just developing uh, and instilling our culture here um, and our players just from believing and buying in from, from the very beginning and, and their work ethic. And, you know, they just, everything that we've asked of them, they, they've, you know, they've really tried to, to do it and they bought in and, you know, it really has been uh, just a, I don't think I have fully, you know, I haven't had time to really reflect on it. Um, and, and after the season, you know, maybe uh, I'll take a little bit of time and appreciate it all more. But it's just when you look at it, you know, if anyone would have told me we'd be 21 and eight and, and finish, you know, 11 and seven in the Big Ten. Like, obviously, those were the plans we had for this program. But I don't know if I thought it happened this quickly. So it's just been such a fun ride and an unbelievable journey this year and, and just really, really happy for our, for our young women. They deserve it. What did surprise you about this team? Because obviously you would love to have this season, uh, the first year, but I mean, it's surprising, I think for everybody, including yourself. So what did surprise you about what they were able to do? 
just their ability to really like rise to the rise to the moment, you know, in, in all of the times where we needed, you know, to get a win or we needed to bounce back or we needed to, you know, do something like they've always just been ready to go, you know, and, and that's, I think the, the biggest thing, especially in this first year when, when they don't, you know, we're kind of going through everything for the first time together, uh, you know, the good times, the, the adversity, uh, everything. And, and just, they just continue to be in the moment. And I don't think everything, and nothing got too high, nothing got too low. We just kind of stayed in that moment and just kept working every day. And, and I think that's what's really worked for this group. They've just, they've been present and they've been able to grow because of that. Did you send a text to Terry Moran that she stole the Big Ten Coach of the Year award? I, she's very deserving what she's done at Indiana, but she had to have that year when you have this year. <laughs> yeah, no, she she's what she's built there, you know, from the very beginning. Uh, they were in a similar position to, to our program. We probably had more, you know, success in terms of tradition uh, than Indiana had. You know, obviously ours has been a long time, but, you know, she's on her ninth year now and, and to be able to, to get that program to where it is right now. You know, just nothing but respect uh, for her in Indiana, I think. I always said I thought they were the best team this year that we, you know, that we play just offensively, defensively, every piece that really you need to make a deep run in, in March. You know, I believe they have it. So congrats to all of them. Go ahead, Wagner, you can go ahead. Sean, I know I'm maybe a little bit late here, but uh, what we, I know you, you talked about the Notre Dame scrimmage before the season is kind of that, but there was even that maybe that February kind of figure it out moment for you guys. Like how did you guys – battle through that and I mean just for a team that's never been there and keep that course going yeah you're right Joe you know I we all I think would put back to the Notre Dame scrimmage to when we kind of had that confidence and the belief but then you look at I think another defining moment like you said was a really the last few weeks where we were kind of just teetering there of you know which way are we going to go I you know we we weren't playing like ourselves for you know a, a couple of weeks but we still managed to get some wins in there and I think that's really critical as you build a program when you don't play your best basketball you can still find a way to win and especially in a league like the Big Ten like those could have easily been some losses in there that that our team found a way to make plays in order to to win us some games and and same thing. We had some injuries, you know, that could have been that at a team that's not that deep, you know, those could have been, you know, catastrophic. I mean, we could have lost a couple of those games in there. Um, so just the resiliency of this team and, and how people have just always kind of, again, they, they've come up and, and risen to the occasion, right? Like they, they've, they've, everyone's just stepped up and, and there was just no doubt. They just continue to believe. Yeah, I know you talked about the injuries. Sean, obviously, you're dealing with some uh, down the back end here. How, how did you see? I know it was a loss, but even the Rutgers game, how did you see that response uh, from those guys? Well, it was two, right? Like, it was Genesis at one point, then you, you kind of lose two players. Like, what would you learn about the response there? Yeah, it's that's some toughness, and, and that's what I want in our program. If, if there's things we, you know, want this program to be built on, it, it's grit, it's toughness, it's kind of that blue-collar mentality, it's – it doesn't matter, you know, if we have five healthy players, we're going to go out there and, and we're going to compete and, and we're competing to win. So I thought that was just, I could not be more proud of our team um, from the Nebraska game when we found a way to win, when Jen went out to even, you know, at Rutgers when, you know, we're playing, you know, people out of position and, and to come in and, and 
perform like we performed. I thought we played it really well and, and very, very disciplined in our scout. And, um, you know, and we're going to need that going into Big Ten play. But just just really proud of our team. I can't say that enough, just how they just continue to handle stuff. And, and you know, it's not perfect. Life's not perfect. Nothing's perfect. And, and you got to figure it out because really no one feels sorry for you. No one cares. You got to figure it out. And, and that's what that's what I'm most proud of. Sean, three, Sean, a three players got all big 10 accolades today. Makaira first team, first line in a decade to get that Kendall and Genesis both get second team. And, and I think of all these stories, they all took significant steps this year, right? I mean, Makaira playing at a higher level Genesis at a new school and a much bigger role. Uh, and then Kendall, um, obviously you wanted her to be more aggressive and, and she seems to be rewarded for that. So as you look at all those honors for, for those three players, what do you think of with them? I'm so happy for them. I mean, they all do. They all have their own, you know, kind of their own journey and, and, and their own story. But for us to get that much recognition and, and you know, to get a first team, you know, unanimous, uh, you know, Makaira's unanimous coaches, media, um, and then KB and, and Jen to get on the second team. I mean, in this league, like it, it was that was hard for me even voting for that first team. I'm like, shoot, there's so many great players. So if you can get first, second team in this league, um, it says a lot about them as players. And, and, you know, just they're so deserving, their work ethic, how they approach every single day. Um, they've just been so consistent for us all year and, and just really, really happy that, you know, the league rewarded them and, and the coaches saw, uh, you know, their value and, and, and also the media saw their value. So uh, I was I was like I saw that and I was so, so happy that that, you know, they got that recognition because it's very much deserving. Sean, after every game early in the season when there might not have been a lot of fans and then late in the seat, you kept asking fans to come support this team. They did. Um, what, what was that like? I know you want more and more to keep showing up, but to get 5,000 at some games, 6,000 at a game or two, like what was that yeah. like for you as a coach? It, it, again, it was, it was awesome. I mean, it was amazing. And, and our players for, for our players to be able to see that, especially, you know, someone like KB, someone like, you know, the Dell and Jada and Jayla who were here last year, you know, I think KB in our last uh, media, someone had asked her that. And, and like she said, you know, it's amazing to see where last year they might've gotten, you know, a thousand if that, and, and now to see 6,000 and, and 5,000 consistent, you know, consistently in those last how many home games, it's just, it, that's what it should be about. That's what women's basketball should be about. That's, you know, the, these women deserve it. They deserve to be able to run out and, and have people support them, all the, all the work they put in and, and, and they're winning, you know, and, and people like winners. I mean, don't, I know that like no one, you know, no one wants to go and, and watch a, a brand of basketball that they're, they don't think is fun or, or they're not competitive. So I said that, you know, day one, I said, I'm going to do, you know, my job of trying to put out a, a great brand of basketball and I need, you know, the, the communities uh, to pull up and do their end and, and, and to come to games and, you know, just could not be more uh, grateful to, to everyone that showed up and, and, you know, hopefully we can just keep building from here. Sean, I know both you and Teresa have talked about that first year, like you've got to be out there and you've got to be available for people to talk to or, or listen to like, not difficult, but like how, how rewarding was it to see that come back to you? Because I'm sure there were times you probably wanted to say, we got a game in a day. Like, I don't want to do this. But like, to get that back all, all the way full force in year one, like, what that tell you about what this job can be and, and what it currently is? 
yeah, you're right. There's, you know, once you get a season, it's like you get in a one track mind of prep and, and wanting to prepare for games. But I knew that coming in. I knew that, you know, we hadn't had that tradition. We hadn't had recent success. So I knew that it was going to be key for me to be out and for our team to be out um, and get, you know, just get in front of our community. And that's something that I've always believed in anyways of in women's basketball, there has to be that, that bond, there has to be those relationships. I think, you know, the, the community needs to know me, they need to need to know our team. Um, so that was, that was my biggest thing is I'll, I'll do whatever I need to do. I, I said, I haven't said no to, to one speaking engagement, you know, um, up until I think I said had my first no, uh, just in the past couple of weeks, just cause it was in, you know, April, May and, and didn't work out, but, uh, you know, I'm going to continue to be out there. I'm going to continue to do everything we can, uh, to keep promoting uh, women's basketball and, and getting people to come out and, and support it. And I also think it's been great that we had a ton of Illinois high school basketball teams come through. Um, you know, we had, I think last game, we might have 15 or so teams there. So just us getting that connection out and inviting, you know, our state schools to, you know, high schools to come down and, and, and join us, I think has been really cool and rewarding. I know for myself and, and for our staff to see that support within just the, the high schools as well. I guess maybe relative to when you took this, what would you learn about where this program can be or the hunger to see where this program can go? You know, I, what my vision was and what I thought and why really I took it was I, I thought it was kind of a sleeping giant. I thought I always said, like, why can't Illinois, you know, why can't they win? Like, you you have a great recruiting ground now with the brand new facility that we're in right now. Um, and then just, you know, our administration, everything that's going on, the the academics, everything on this campus right now, I just think is going going up. And, you know, men's basketball is winning. Football's now winning. Like, you know, why can't women's basketball win? And that's really that challenge is why I decided to, to take this. Um, and, and now I even it gives me more motivation because I see, you know, kind of I see the support. I see, um, you know, like I said, the high schools, you know, how much they've really been engaged. I've seen the recruiting uh, now that we're gaining some traction after this, you know, season of some winning, like, I just think that there's so much still out there and, and we just got to continue to taste us, you know, forward with this program, but the sky's the limit. Um, and we just got to really hit the ground running too. And I'll take advantage of this year and, and the recruiting aspect of it. Shauna, I heard Josh Whitman the other day say, you thought this could be a legacy job. Uh, he, he usually doesn't embellish. So that number one, that's true. He, his vision to me, what, when he talked to me, which, you know, was almost about a year ago, you know, right. we're getting up to almost a year now, um, was that he said, you can come here and leave a legacy because mm -hmm. there hasn't been, you know, in a, in a long, long time, really, you know, any success. And, you know, and that was something for me, the competitor, <laughs> the competitor in me was, you know, I just, I, I liked that because I, I knew that there hadn't been a lot done lately mm -hmm. and we could come and we could turn that. And then that was what I really have been selling to recruits. Like you can come here and leave a legacy. You can come here and do something that hasn't been done, and, you know, in a long, long time or something that's never been done, you know, and, and those are the type of kids 
to be honest with you, that I want anyways on our team. I want those kids that have a little chip on their shoulder. I want, you know, the, the kids that go against the grain a little bit and, you know, not go to the, you know, so-called schools that are, have already arrived. And, you know, that's my personality. And that's where, again, you know, thinking back of when people said I was crazy for taking this job, I'm like, no, like if you believe in, in what you do, if you believe in the people that are here in the administration, if you have the resources and the facilities and, you know, bet on yourself, bet on yourself and, and, and go and, and, and do it. So it's, it's been a really fun year. And, and like I said, this is just a starting point. We got to continue to grow and, and continue to just keep getting better every single day. Sean, I don't know how much bracketology work you do, um, but how do you feel about your NCAA tournament resume heading into the Big Ten tournament? I was just on it this morning looking and I said, I follow the net and bracketology more than I follow the stock market. So uh, it's, <laughs> one of us, <laughs> you know, the, I, I still like where we're at. I mean, I feel, I feel good. I think, you know, I'd feel a heck of a lot better if we could win that Thursday game. But if you look at our net, you look at our quad one wins, our quad two, like, and then you look at some of the other teams that are right in there. I mean, we finished, Tied for fifth, right, in, in the Big Ten, which was one of the toughest leagues in the country. So we got the sixth seed. I just don't see how, you know, we can't – I mean, how can they not take six or seven teams from this league at the depth and, and how just brutal of a league it is every single night. So, um, you know, I feel really good, but I also know I've spent, you know, the majority of my, uh, you know, coaching experience at a mid-major and – where you literally, uh, you don't, you don't feel good until you you hear your name on, on selection Sunday. How have you handled that? I know we talked a lot during the season, the regular season about how you've handled that, but now that the regular season is over, have you had conversations since Sunday with your team about where you think they are or just kind of giving them a heads up or do you get through the big 10 tournament first? Yeah, we, uh, we had yesterday off, so we haven't talked anything, you know, today will be our first time, uh, you know, seeing them and, and, you know, I talked to them lead into Rutgers. I, I told them how big of a game that was. And I explained how we dropped, you know, certain points in the net after, you know, the Nebraska game and how every game and how you play matters, you know, like with the net, how you play matters. <laughs> and, and even if you lose, it, it's how do you lose? <laughs> And how do you win? So they knew even going into Rutgers, we had talked about that and, and, and about how every point's critical, right? When you're looking at the net, when you, when you're on the bubble or, or, you know, feel like you're on the bubble, every, every, every point matters. And, and, you know, so they were very aware of that. And I give them credit because I felt early on the season, I never talked to them about that, but we're, I told them we're, we're mature enough. We're veteran enough in terms of, um, being able to handle that information. So now it's just about the Big Ten tournament and let's go out there and, and just solidify, uh, you know, and if, do what we do. I mean, that's all the it is right now. We just got to go out there and, and it's winner go home mindset. So it's everything's changed now that you get in the postseason. I just saw Ryan walk through and it reminded me that you guys have 100 wins together, Sean, as a coaching staff. If you think back to that first one, how meaningful is it for you to get 100 with them and for them to have taken this leap with you to a new program? You know, I think it's really actually when you think about it, um, you, you don't see it a lot now, right? Like in, in college sports, everyone's moving, everyone's jumping, everyone's trying to get to the next best, best thing. You know, oh, I really, you know, I want to be a head coach no matter what. Like 
they're going to be head coaches. I, I know that they're, they're all fully capable and, and are going to be unbelievable head coaches when, when that moment comes, but for us to be together for this long and, um, and be able to have the success that we've had together, I've truly, and I've told you guys this before, I think that's why we've been able to kind of expedite some of the, the success is because of a staff that really is all on the same page and, and we know each other, <laughs> you know, we're like family. So uh, I, I think that's why we've been able to kind of do this a little bit quicker. Um, and I'm just so grateful, you know, to, to each and every one of them for, for believing and, and, you know, me and this job and for continuing to be loyal because loyalty in this profession is, is, you know, it's not out there as much as it used to be. And, and to have these guys stick with us and, and just how hard they work, how they go about their business, they're, they're unbelievable coaches, but more importantly, they're unbelievable people. And, and you're only as good as people around you. There's no, this job is, you can only have success if you have really great people that you trust around you. And I trust them with, with our program. I trust them with my life and, and just so, so grateful to the, to each and every one of them. Sean, I don't know if this is much different than, than Joey's question and just to have a few more for you, but, um, this team doesn't have a lot of NCAA tournament experience, obviously, on it. So if you guys get there, as you expect and should, how do you approach that as a coach? Can, can you prepare a team for, for a tournament if they haven't been there? You know, I think that... I think that's some of the the good and bad about uh, about youth and they're almost they don't know what they don't know. And and I actually saw that, you know, at times last year we were like ultra veteran team with our Dayton team, six year seniors, fifth year seniors. And sometimes they wanted it so much because they knew it was their last chance that almost you can it can sometimes backfire on you. Right. So <laughs> I think these guys in, in some ways it's like. Uh, they just go and, and play the game and they don't overthink a lot of things. And, and I think that can be, that can be really good too. And that's where I think it also comes down to leadership and, and coaches. And, you know, it's my job with a, with an inexperienced tournament team to prepare them and to get them to understand, you know, what it's about. Um, you know, Makaira played last year and then say tournament Bryn was, you know, Bryn didn't play a ton, but Bryn obviously had, has the experience. Um, Jen didn't play, but had, you know, she's seen success. She's been in an NCAA tournament environment. Um, and then obviously our coaching staff, we've all been there. You know, I've been to an elite eight calamity has been to an elite eight. Ryan's been to a sweet 16. Um, you know, like we understand what it takes and, and it's our job to, to prepare them and, and, you know, get them ready, but more importantly to, to enjoy this experience and to learn and, and just make the most out of it. And last one for me is obviously the off season's a ways away here. Not, not too far, but what does success in year one do for you for the long term, Sean? Anytime you win, it's huge, right? Cause now you have something to, to build on. Now you have something. It's not just, you still have your vision, but you have some, some concrete facts that, you know, we had this many wins. We beat these teams. We were ranked. We hopefully make an NCAA tournament. Like that's, factual and and it's not a total vision there's still part of the vision of where we want to get to but i think and i know because i've seen it like that's that's what kids there's some you know there's some there's valid uh, facts that we can show them and and recruiting wise that's huge and and as you guys know i mean recruiting is is the main thing and the lifeline right so and then and then developing and and taking care of your players when they're here so 
this this year um, has been huge and, and we just we, we got to take advantage of it and hopefully we can get some, you know, transfer here or there, uh, you know, this offseason and, and then the 24 class hopefully will solidify and we can get a couple of these top kids that we're on, you know, locked up. All right, Joey's got one more before we get out. The last one for me, just to build off the recruiting, Sean, you guys go in after a full, like you have a full cycle here on 24s. You're not coming in late and we still have a lot of opportunity. You've got these, these wins in this season. How encouraging, I guess, is that or how to go into an off season, knowing that you're not playing from behind, you're not playing from fighting uphill with the program that struggled. It feels maybe more even ground than it was a year ago when you walked in. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I feel a hell of a lot better going into the, this offseason than, than last offseason. Now we also, the facility is completely done, right? We have some wins and a little bit of success under us. Uh, we've had the opportunity to recruit, you know, this class now for a year or even a year plus. Some of these kids we've been recruiting, you know, when we were at Dayton. So with all that put together, I just feel like the momentum is going in that right direction. And, and now it's just about, you know, you got to get them to say yes. And, you know, those official visits will be happening. Uh, you know, hope some, some of those will happen, in, you know, the spring now that we can bring them in. And, and uh, I, I just think it's, you know, last year at this time, obviously it was, it was all a vision. And then we also didn't have this facility that was done where we brought them through it and they're like, Oh, you know, you can kind of see it, but now it's, I mean, you're sitting out there right now, Joey, you, you walk into that. So it's a lot different than walking into you know, a uh, half constructed facility. So uh, all good things happening, but we just got to, we got to get some of these guys to still believe because we're still not the, the, you know, we're still not the shiniest thing and the, the, the coolest thing out there, um, you know, but I, I don't care. I don't care about that. Uh, I want kids, like I said, that, that believe and, and that believe in, uh, you know, doing something again, that hasn't been done a long time and, and to come here and be able to leave a legacy. And, um, and, and I'm super excited about it. I, I love the kids that we're recruiting right now in our 24 class. I think we're in a really good place with some of them and just gotta, gotta finish it. Well, Shauna Green, you made a lot of people believe uh, in a lot of women's basketball, and you guys start the postseason on Thursday up in Minneapolis at the Big Ten tournament. Uh, play either Northwestern or Rutgers in that matchup. We'll see how far you go there. And can't wait for Selection Sunday. Uh, I know it could be a little nerve-wracking, but I think you guys are in a good spot as well. So, Shauna, appreciate all the time, and congrats on all the success so far this year. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Great stuff from Alana women's basketball coach Shauna Green. Don't you feel like Ted Lasso, you want to hit the belief sign after talking to her? Um, I think she's got the right approach when it comes to, you know, what she thinks this job can be for her. And, you know, some people want it ready made for you. Other people love building it up themselves. There's there's a little bit of a different feeling if you do build it up, say like Terry Moran in Indiana or Brad Underwood. You know, Illinois had the infrastructure in place for Brad Underwood to succeed, but uh, I think he'll be remembered a little bit more fondly after all of this is done and whenever his really good career here at Illinois ends because he built it from a low point of 40 years. And if Shauna Green can build Illinois into a consistent winner, Illinois women's basketball, uh, she'll be remembered like Teresa Grentz is remembered with Illinois women's basketball. You know, Brad Underwood could be like Lou Henson. 
uh, and the way he is remembered around Illinois basketball. Because if you consistently win and you raise that expectation to the point that making the NCAA tournament is not good enough anymore, you need to go far, you need to win Big Ten championships, um, that's what you're really looking for is to raise that expectation and to have, you know, expectations of titles, expectations of deep NCAA tournament runs. And Brett Underwood has done that, and now Shauna Green seems like she's starting to do that. Brett Bielma has done that with football. A couple of years ago, think of Josh Whitman, right? Like Nancy Faye was not working out, and he knew it. Uh, Lovey Smith was not working out, and he had to make a quick change there. Uh, and now it looks like he's got three people in charge of his main programs who are capable of winning in the toughest or one of the two toughest conferences in all of college athletics. Um, so Josh Whitman's done a good job with with picking those people. Maybe it took him a second time with some of those sports. But the most impressive one is probably Shauna Green because Illinois football was in a bad place, obviously, when Lovey Smith took over and Josh Whitman took over. Illinois basketball was in a bad place when Josh Whitman took over and eventually Brad Underwood took over. None of were in a worse place than Illinois women's basketball. Because under Joette Law, struggled. Under Matt Bullant, looked good early and then real struggle after that because he couldn't retain talent and he had the abuse scandal, all of that. And then Nancy Faye comes in here and like Lovey Smith gives you some credibility, maybe helps you clean up some things um, off the court, but never had success on the court. And you are consistently one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. So for Shauna Green coming here in year one, get a few key transfers, get more out of the talent that Nancy Faye, the the few players that did come back under Nancy Faye um, with Kendall Bostic and Adalia McKenzie, Jada Peebles having her best year. Uh, and to get them to the NCAA tournament most likely is, I don't know if we're going to see anything like that again. You hope we don't have to see anything like that again because that means you would have been in a really bad spot. But there are just no more... There's no more praise. Like, there's no real words more than just say, unbelievable job by Shauna Green in year one. And now it makes you excited to, to follow, to pay attention to, to show up for Illinois women's basketball and see how they can parlay this in the offseason with recruiting. Two nice Power Five, high major recruiting wins in the class of 2023 with guards Corey Allen, who's a four star by ESPN, uh, and Gretchen Dolan, who Joey put a, together a great uh, profile piece on her. Just putting up monster numbers, averaging almost 40 points a game uh, at a small school in, in, in New York. Her, she's the son, daughter of a coach there, and that's a nice start. And then you win and see how that can impact recruiting, kind of like Illinois football and Illinois men's basketball that we've seen. And then most of these players are coming back. All of the main pieces are coming back next year. And you had the right transfer to – and. You know, Big Ten women's basketball is having a fantastic season. And the fact that they only finished sixth in that Big Ten, we've also seen some teams go down here a little bit, Northwestern being one of them. Um, Illinois has got a chance here to, to maybe continue its rise and to continue to build off what has been an already special season. So happy we got to talk with Shauna Green. Happy she gave us her time. She does a great job promoting her program, and she hasn't said no to us yet. So I really appreciate uh, her time and giving some insight in the program and hope you guys appreciated it as well. 
always check us out on YouTube. All our interviews, or we try to put all our podcast interviews up there on the YouTube channel so you can see that. Subscribe to us there. Give us the like button as well. Follow us wherever you get your podcast. Give us a rating and review if you could as well. That really, really helps us out. And check out all the content at Alana Inquirer. Got a huge mailbag up there. Joy Wagner has a piece on Gretchen Dolan. He'll have more on Alana women's basketball from today's media availability. And of course, Illinois men's basketball getting ready for a huge game against Michigan on Thursday. So check it all out at IlliniInquirer.com. Thank you all. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Inquirer podcast. Bye, everybody. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.